The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The Children's Rights Alliance has called for a closer analysis of why more than 900 young people were expelled from schools in the last six years. New figures show that 922 young people have been expelled from post-primary schools since September of 2017 and almost 360 over the last three years. Since September of 2020, 28 children have been made to leave primary schools. Now, joining me is Paul Crone, Director of the National Association of Principals and Deputy Principals. Paul, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, to hear of a child being expelled, often, uh, you know, you hear bad behaviour and the school can't get rid of the, the, the child. What sort of a process do you have to go through if behaviour is such, and we'll talk about what might merit expulsion, what do you have to go through in order that a, a child, a secondary school student, will finally be asked to leave or told to leave? Well, well first of all, I, I would say that is a last resort and th- those figures um, would would back up that it is a last resort. If you if, if you look at three hundred and sixty in the last three years, that's approximately one hundred and twenty students a year out of a school population of three hundred and ninety thousand, which is point zero 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 three percent. So schools do absolutely everything to try and prevent students from being expelled and being removed from the school. But in the event that something does happen and a school has to make Oh, we're having a, a, a little difficulty with, with that. What we'll try to do is to uh, bring Paul back because uh, we couldn't continue with that uh, particular uh, phone call. Uh, but uh, just those numbers again, 922 young people have been expelled from post-primary schools since 2017, 360, the average being, say, 120 over uh, per year over the last uh, three years. Um, there are codes of conduct in every school. There are minor breaches which are defined. Uh, there are more serious breaches. And then there's what's called gross misbehaviour. And that's, I think, what might lead to expulsions. Anyway, uh, Paul, you were saying, and I think the line has improved, uh, that uh, there are, there's a whole process, a whole uh, protocol. There, there is there is a, a process. If a school comes arrives at a position where they feel that, that they have no other choice but to, to expel a student, the school, and generally under the, the um, supervision of the principal, will produce a file. That, that file is given to the parent and uh, given to the board of management, and a meeting is called. The parent is invited, and the, the principal, on behalf of the school, will generally present the reasons and rationale. The parent is given an opportunity to respond and speak to the board. Then the parent and the principal leave the, the meeting and the board of management discuss and they arrive at a decision. And they can arrive at one of two things. One, that the school hasn't done enough and the, the student uh, should be returned to school. Or two, that they uh, feel that the student um, should be expelled. And they arrive that the, they're of the opinion that the student should be expelled. That is then, there is into a process of a one-month wait and the school must inform the Tusla Education Support Service their education welfare officer will convene a meeting between the school and the parent. And um, what happens then is they, they, they discuss the, the issues and see if they, the student can be supported in, in any way. And after a month, if they can't come to a resolution, the expulsion is confirmed. Then the education welfare officer will engage with the parent and they may decide to appeal under Section 29 of the Education Act to the Department of Education, and the Department of Education will put together a three-person independent appeal committee that will, first of all, review the process of 
the expulsion and second of all they will review the decision that the board arrived at to see if the sanction is proportionate, fair and, and mm-hmm. reasonable. And they may return the students to school giving the school reasons why they shouldn't have expelled or they may affirm or confirm the expulsion. At that stage what's open the education welfare officer will support the parent in trying to ensure that the educational provision for their child is continued, make application to another yeah. school or maybe out-of-school support services. Yeah. Now, you, you've been in, through that process, I'm sure, in your career. Um, so what kind of gross misbehaviour leads to an expulsion? Well, first of all, it's very rare that it would be a single item. Um, it's, it's usually schools produce a code of behaviour um, and that must be in line with the national guidelines um, that were produced by Tusa Education Support Service. So the school will work through their, their, their code of behaviour and as behaviours emerge, behaviours of concern I suppose, schools will, will tend to put in support but usually things, gross misbehaviour items such as if a student was um, selling drugs on a school, if a student had been involved in a very serious um, assault against a student, against a teacher, potentially serious vandalism or theft. Uh, they're, they're, very, they're gross misbehaviour items, but it's, it's also very rare that a student would be expelled in the first time that they do something. Yeah. Because Except, I presume, I mean, arson, for example. Schools have been set on fire by students. Uh, uh, You'd hardly give uh, them a second chance on that one. Well, again, everything is contextual. I know, I know of, uh, of, of one situation where that did happen, and there, there were other issues, and it was behaviours acting out, and through collaboration between the family, the school, and, I suppose, external support agencies, the, the student wasn't expelled and was, was rehabilitated back into the school community and is now an active and participating member. So in, th- there's, in the no, there's no absolute no-nos. I mean, um, drug peddling, is that a no-no? Is that, you know, in a general, definite In explosion? general, that would be, because what, what you are doing is, and, and, and this is a balancing act, and every principal and board of management will have to do this. You're managing the rights of the individual student along with the rights of all of the other students. And you have to create that positive and protective learning environment. So for, for many schools, and, and it's mainly all schools, selling, the selling of drugs being a criminal activity puts the whole school community at, at risk. Mm. And uh, they, they, they would be, unfortunately, left with little other choice than to expel right. the student. Now, that student then, if they're under the age uh, at which they can leave school, will have to find schooling elsewhere. Uh, so yeah. have you, in your career, taken in students who are expelled by other principals? I have, I have, of course, and and I mean, there is no hard and fast, and that's the the, the issue with 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 this. Everything, every there's a person at the centre of this, and we need to to remember that, and and a student, and and students are growing and developing and changing. So, yes, you would look and see what the student issues were that that resulted in the expulsion, what the support mechanisms that they have put in place with the outside agencies through family supports and all of that. And you would conduct a risk assessment and say, well, do you know what, I think if we can do this, that or the other, this student can be successful in, in, in school. Other times it might be say, well, look, the timing is not right at, at this time. Now, I know the Minister of Fairness has put in place a working group to work on out-of-school provision support for, for students. And, and that, that would include students who, who are expelled 
and uh, who don't are struggling to find an, another place. So that, that, that group is continually working away with, with a view to being able to make sure that everybody uh, is able to avail of the educational opportunity. Now, obviously, uh, the department and the board of management and Thusley, everybody bends over backwards to avoid ex- expelling the student, if at all possible. But uh, this text has just come in. Uh, I'm a post-primary teacher. A student very explic- explicitly threatened to rape me he won his expulsion appeal. I face him every day. In no other job would this happen. And you know what? That, that's a valid point. And, and that's, that's the balancing act that the, board, the principal does, the board of management does, and the Department of Education, uh, Section 29 appeal. You could imagine this does. guy having got off with uh, that particular threat, was about to be expelled, wins his appeal. He doesn't even have to say anything. All he has to do is smirk at that teacher. You know, that's well, unacceptable. I, I think, well, it, it is unacceptable. And, and in, in the case of that, that student being returned back into school, again, schools would do a risk assessment. They, they, they would be uh, unlikely to return that student to that teacher's class and would look at, at how they can protect the teacher and the other students from these offending behaviours and to how to change the, the, the attitude and behaviours of, of that student. And... In, in schools are learning places of learning. They are learning institutions, and we 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 are governed quite closely. It's very strongly legislated, and uh, so I, I I I would reject that schools willy nilly expel students. It is a last resort, and they have to go through a lot of procedures. So the rights of the student is very well protected in there. Paul Crone, uh, Director of the National Association of Principals and Deputy Principals, uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.